Welcome in to the Phil's in 5 podcast. I'm your host, Bretzky. It is Monday, October 17th, 2022, and we are still here. The Phillies came home and dominated with a rowdy home crowd, an all-time classic home run celebration, and a ticket to San Diego to show down with the Padres in the National League championship series the Mets are gone the Braves are gone so let's ring the bell for the true NL East champions as we head to the NLCS and we'll recap the games as the Phillies kicked off their first home playoff game in 11 years on Friday the atmosphere was electric from the opening intros the Phillies bats however were having a bit of trouble catching up to Spencer Strider's stuff as he cruised through the first two innings looking absolutely unhittable seemed like it was going to be an awfully long day for the Phillies coming off an injury we were told Strider would only pitch three frames and well the Phillies offense did make sure that that would be true he wouldn't even make it that far Strider opened up the third with a walk to Brandon Marsh and then quickly struck out Gene Segura however an errant pickoff throw skipped past the first baseman Marsh raced around second got all the way around to third setting up a prime scoring opportunity for the Phillies with just one out at this point in the game it really felt like the Phillies just needed to scrape across this one run and they would have a good shot to continue on and Bryson Stott battling just to put the ball in play worked a 2-2 count before he lined a slider a slider into right field for an RBI double and gave the Phils a 1-0 lead felt huge at the time again Strider was just dominating the Braves then decide to Kind of head-scratchingly walk a struggling Kyle Schwarber to bring Reese Hoskins to the dish. And, well, Reese wasted absolutely no time at all. He turned a first-pitch fastball around for 177.3 mile-per-hour line drive home run to left field. Hoskins immediately knew he crushed it, turned to the Phillies dugout, raised his arms in celebration, and Spiked his bat down to the ground as the dugout, the stadium, every fan in their living room collectively exploded, re-sprinted around the bases, following the biggest hit of his life, and the fills were off. JT singled on the next pitch. Strider was out of the game. Bryce burned the lid off of Citizens Bank Park with a two-run shot to center on Dylan Lee's first pitch of the game, and the crowd was wild. The route was on. The fills took a 6-0 lead. In that third inning would extend it to a 9-1 lead in the seventh with a Bryce Harper double, Nick Castellanos RBI base hit, and Aaron Nola and the Phil's pen took care of the rest. Nola, always strong while pitching with a lead, cruised through six innings, allowing five hits, a pair of walks. He did allow one unearned run, struck out six. May have struggled to pick up wins during the regular season, but Aaron Nola, after dominating in the clincher and is now 2-0 and in the postseason. The Phils got scoreless innings from Jose Alvarado, Brad Hand, and Connor Brogdon to finish out the win, give the home team a chance to wrap up the series before heading back down to Atlanta. And, well, they didn't miss that chance. No, Syndergaard drew the start on Saturday, pitched well enough, tossing three innings of one-run ball before handing things over to the bullpen. And the Bats also got an early start, an early lead again, thanks to a Brandon Marsh three-run blast in the second. The Braves got a run back in the third, but JT Romuto moved the Phils 
lead to four to one when he drove a ball off that angled wall in left center took advantage of a wide carom and some lazy defense and right to race around the bags earn an inside the park homer for a second straight day the crowd down at the bank took over and there was really no looking back for the fighting fills they got strong efforts from andrew Bellotti, brad hand jose alvarado zach eflin and Sir Anthony Dominguez out of the bullpen, and Dominguez emphatically shut the door with three Ks in the ninth, looking like he is back to being that dominant reliever that we have missed for so long. What a weekend down at Citizens Bank Park. We're going to ring the bell one more time. And let's take a look around the league. The Padres shocked the baseball world by beating down the 111-win Dodgers to advance to the NLCS where they will meet the Phillies. Houston dispatched of the Mariners, an epic series. Houston got all three games, but it was a lot tighter than it would look. A couple of comeback wins on Jordano Alvarez home runs, and then 17-inning extra innings game where it was nothing, nothing forever, and they finally Houston squeaked by so long. Mariners, Yankees, Guardians all tied at two games apiece. Rubber match coming on Monday to decide who will advance there. So we'll be some baseball to watch today before we jump in to the next round. All right, our key question of the day. How dangerous is this Phillies team? We've been saying it all year that they just needed to get into the tournament and they have all the pieces to make a deep run. You've got that front line starting pitching with a pair of starters who can go deep and take over a game. They have a lineup right now that it looks great from top to bottom. You got Bryce Harper getting hot, getting his swing back. Reese going on that hot streak would be fantastic. Kyle Schwarber, who's also a very streaky player, showed some signs of life over the weekend. Nick Castellanos playing his best baseball of the year. JT Romuto has been this team's MVP all season and continues to play well. Gene and the daycare picking up the rest. If the bullpen can just continue to get by, even if it's with smoke and mirrors, Zach Eflin, Jose Alvarado, Anthony Dominguez, those three could be enough to give us a shot. The answer to this question is this team is very dangerous all right up next the nlcs versus the padres the padres finished second in the nl west but hey that doesn't matter anymore either because they beat the dodgers and now they are the last NL West team standing. They had a 241 batting average on the year. That's 15th in Major League Baseball, 4.36 runs per game. Similarly, middle of the pack, top 10 team ERA at 377. They have a nice starting rotation with you Darvish and Joe Musgrove leading the way. They also have Blake Snell, Mike Clevenger, a couple other capable arms down a bit deeper. The bullpen is solid with Josh Hader in the back end who looks sharp after a rough patch midseason. But we know the Phils have busted him before, and they should have confidence that they can do it again. Juan Soto and Manny Machado lead the way on offense with Josh Bell, Jake Cronenworth, Jerks and Profar, all capable of helping and doing some damage as well. We'll get some revenge for Bryce's broken thumb uh, as that happened in a game versus Blake Snell and the Padres early in the year. And we'll also have some brotherly love narratives throughout the series with Austin Nola on the other side catching for the Padres. It should be the fun, a fun one. The Phillies took four of seven games from the Padres in the regular season. So let's just go ahead and do that again. That would work just as well. All right, well, the fun's going to get started on Tuesday. The game starts at 8.03. Uh, I believe it will be Zach Wheeler versus you, Darvish. Darvish has been announced as the starter on the other side. 
no starters announced for the rest of the series. So we're going to go through the game times and uh, just talk about it a little bit. Wednesday, 4.35 afternoon game. Nola should be on full rest. So I think he's obviously going to go for the fills. I'd be surprised if Joe Musgrove wasn't running out there for the Padres. And then on Friday, we have a game at 7.36. I think they're probably going to need Ranger Suarez to step in here. Maybe Noah Syndergaard earned his way into that start uh, based on how he pitched last time. Saturday, 7.45 game, night game in Philly. So we're going to probably have Zach Wheeler available here on full rest. Sunday, an afternoon game in Philly. If necessary, this would be game six, and you were going to have potentially no Syndergaard available, probably another bullpen game. And then on Monday would be game seven, if necessary, back in San Diego. And here, if you pitched it out, like I had said, and Noel is starting on game two, you'd probably have Noel here on full rest, although you may want to move him up to Sunday on short rest. So we'll have to see how it shakes out. But regardless, we're going to have playoff baseball in Philadelphia once again next weekend. Two night games and afternoon affair on Sunday. I'm sure it's going to be rowdy once again down at the at at the ballpark. All right, our final thought of the day. It's hard to believe that the Phils are rocking the bank. The Eagles just beat the Cowboys at home, and they're the only undefeated team in the NFL. The center of the sports world right now is focused in on Philadelphia, and so far the fans are bringing it. We just love to see this energy and can finally make my prediction for a series at long last. Let's go. My prediction for this this series, of course, the Phils in five. All right. That's uh, that's it for today. We'll be back with you on Wednesday to recap game one of the National League Championship Series. I still can't believe that we are here. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Let's go, Phils.